Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. All right, Jared. sorry to do it. Um, we're going to ask you to right now look back on what you felt Super Bowl 57 and the key moments of the, uh, of the match. Well, I have to say, Jimmy, it will go down in history as one of the great Super Bowls ever. I'm going to end up with 78 points, 35 all going in the last couple of minutes. Uh, it was just a fascinating, cracking game. We saw the num- number one seeds from both sides of the draw. And they delivered. You know, often we sort of look at that expectation. I mean, uh, the numbers now coming out of the US in the last couple of days, the third most watched show ever in US history. Not just sport, but US TV history. And lo and behold, at halftime with Rihanna doing her show, that was the highest number of viewers of the whole game. So clearly so many people um, around social functions knew when Rihanna was on and and tuned in. Uh, Listen, I personally thought that the Eagles, it was a massive choke. Um, I thought that second half, they just went right away from what was so strong for them in the first half. They had 22 minutes with the football in the first half, kept uh, the Chiefs and, importantly, their quarterback, Mahomes, off the field. I thought the second half, they just went about leading with a 10-point lead going into that, uh, wanting to try and protect the game and moved away from the attacking uh, mindset that they'd had uh, to, I thought, a defensive one. A couple of really negative fourth-down calls, I thought, from the coach who was prepared to attack in the first half. A couple of horrible punts, one in particular that turned the game. Um, and the last thing you want to do is give Andy Reid and Mahomes an opportunity. Now, the one thing about uh, Mahomes, I know that we we love his flashing brilliance, but he just played a high-percentage conservative game. He went 12 from 13 in the second half. The first three times that they got the ball, he scored uh, touchdowns. And it was all about let's just be really smart and wear this down and take it to the end. It always looked like it was going to be a last possession game. That's how it turned out. But I've got to take my my, uh, cap off to Andy Reid. I thought he absolutely won half time. He got their heads right. His call plays in the second half clearly are outstanding. I mean, he'll go down as one of the great coaches of history in NFL. He's just an absolute outstanding character. I mean, I love the interview the day after about how did he celebrate. Well, you know, he always talks about having a cheeseburger or a pizza, and that's exactly what he did. He sat down with a nice pizza and with his family and, and had a chuckle. And, yeah, to the victor go to spoils, Jimmy. It uh, looks like not the first time he sat down to a cheeseburger and a pizza too, uh, just looking at uh, Andy Reid. And and the, the really interesting thing about it too, Tristan, is this, that Jalen Hurts comes out of that. And yes, there was a really crucial fumble that in the end you could say cost them the Super Bowl, but he comes out of that as a losing quarterback and might have even enhanced his reputation, um, which is amazing for the for this young guy who is on the rise. You get the sense they'll be back there. Not easy to get back there, we know that, but you get the sense that Philadelphia will be back there. But uh, the other thing you need to uh, appreciate too, I think, is, you know, around Patrick Mahomes and and the skill set and the athleticism and the ability to, you know, the sidearm passes and the accuracy and all that. But you've got to appreciate the resilience. Remember when he first did that high ankle sprain, the desperation to get back into the game and he got back into the game. And then there was a situation there in the Super Bowl. You thought, wow, if he's out, well, that's it. The game's over. The game's over. And again, he comes back into the game, um, 
and and plays with that poise despite the fact he's he's got an injury. It, it's so what is he now? He's a two-time MVP. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner. He's played in three Super Bowls. You start looking at the side of the the conference that he's in, and you could probably say they're going to be conference champions five out of the next ten years. You're looking at a bloke who's going to put some incredible numbers up. Oh, for sure. And and to be able to do it with the the, the group of youngsters that yes. they had playing this year and with, with the draft picks they've got to come, it certainly looks like they've got a lot ahead of them as well. So uh, it's exciting times for Kansas City uh, fans. And you're right, I, I, I think Jalen Hurts, yeah, there was that crucial fumble, but he, he came back and he, he even following that, he still made some crucial plays. Ultimately, it wasn't quite enough, but um, you know, I certainly think he enhanced his reputation. So they're certainly going to be there or thereabouts uh, going forward as well. But that injury right on halftime, like we, uh, we we did take quite a sizable bet on Kansas plus a start at halftime, and I was very comfortable laying that bet. Not 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 that I probably ever felt that Mahomes um, was not going to come out in the second half. I thought he was, you know, always going to be out there on the field, but I just thought his mobility and his movement would have to be impacted. And the run he made, I think it was on third down on the first yep. drive in the yeah. third quarter. That that just oh, I, I immediately changed my whole outlook on the game. At that point, you said, "Well, he, he's moving fine. He, you know, whether he was needled up or whatever the case was, it was just a fantastic and crucial run." And and it just took all of the uh, the wind out of the Philly sails because you'd have to imagine halftime at their end. They're probably considering how they might have to play a different um, style, Patrick Mahomes. And obviously, then when he he ran the ball like he like he always did, it obviously put them back on the back foot. So. That really, uh, in my mind, put the impetus back on the Kansas City side of things. And, and yeah, they're, they're certainly, certainly going to be very hard to beat over, over the next few years as well. Great well, season. Uh, oh, sorry, Jerry. Well, ju- well, just on the back of that, Jimmy, I mean, they had 10 rookies. You know, there's only 11 guys that were in that list from when they won the Super Bowl um, four years ago. I mean, it's just been amazing list management. And to then get those young rookies to perform the way they have and now... Um, you know, be able to come away with the Super Bowl. It's an outstanding uh, operation from top to bottom, not just Reed, but clearly, you know, their GM, you know, all of their list management. And I think they go, as Tristan just touched on, they go into this next draft with something like 10 or 11 high-quality picks. I mean, gee. Yeah, and and the owners too deserve credit. The Hunt family, they're, they're another one of these, you know, good ownership groups, know exactly what they're doing, turn it over to the people who are, in those yep. positions. So so that all works from that point of view. That's right. Those 10 or 11 rookies from this year come back next year and they're Super Bowl winners. And we know what impact that can have in, in other sports around that. So, yeah, it might be a, a dynasty, as the Americans like to say. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I can't believe the numbers went up for Rihanna. I mean, seriously, that was as boring as... Anyway, maybe it's just me, but... Uh, I'd probably uh, tend to agree with you there, Jimmy. But one yeah. thing I wanted to get your your thoughts on, guys, was a lot was made, and probably the only thing that disappointed me out of the game was the the, the holding penalty that's had so much discussion late in the match. And um, you know, wh- where where was your thoughts there? And I think you two might have differing opinions on on where this one sits. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, that was probably the only disappointing thing from my my end that uh, one call um, probably dominated the headlines at the back end of it. But where, where did you guys sit on that one? I, I thought it, technically the call was right. Um, w- was it the right call in the in the scheme of the game? I didn't think so. No, and you know they'd left that stuff alone all game. You know to pull it out with uh, under two minutes to go. You know 
technically, yes, you can adjust a fight. But, you know, what would have been amazing would have been, uh, had that call not been made, it was then a fourth down uh, kick at goal. The the Chiefs would have kicked the field goal. It would have been three in front, but we would have had one and a half minutes left on the clock to see whether Hertz was good enough. And that I would have liked to have seen played out uh, as a true finish to the game. Unfortunately, it went the other way and Andy Reid was able to use the clock, wind it down and um, off they went with the victory. See how they're talking about a quarterback sneak because it's impossible to stop Jalen Hurts. The quarterback sneak, yep. they're thinking, well, we need to rule it out. We need to change the rules on that one because it, you know, they're just impossible to stop. Yeah, so the fumble from Hurts, the Sipos kick um, where Tony returned at 70 yards and yes. the Bradbury, the Bradbury uh, grab, as you say, um, technically, yes. But um, I, I like... Greg Olson, who I've sort of got into this year a bit more, and I don't know whether he's going to be there next year if Tom Brady says I'm coming into the box, but what a great caller he is. I don't love that call is a really nice way of saying, oh, no, not now in a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's um, it, it, it was a big call. And as you say, uh, Jared, it probably technically went the right way. Uh, from my point of view, I thought it was an outstanding call. So well done. And and w- what about Greg Olson, Jimmy? He's been an absolute find, hasn't he? I just yeah. loved his commentary all year long. And, and the week after week, I, I just got more engaged with uh, his insights. And I thought he, he nailed the moment right. You know, he uh, he didn't tip a bucket, but he, he sort of made the point that, gee, was that the right call for this moment? But he, he's a standout. I hope he's either on the Fox network somewhere in a similar role or somewhere else because he's... He's just a talent. Yeah, I'm sure he will be um, because it's interesting because Greg Olsen, you go, okay, who's this bloke? You know, hasn't got the profile of an Aikman or um, uh, uh, Tony Romo, but I thought I I really like, really like listening to Greg Olsen. Lastly, Jimmy, I I have a uh, NFL Game Pass um, subscription each year. And so I watched the uh, Super Bowl live on the NFL network. And so I got the benefit of all the US ads all the way through. Oh, I got to tell you, there were some absolute rippers. I mean, no wonder they pay, you know, $7 million or whatever it is for each 30-second slot. But the money and the thought that went into some of those ads was absolutely outstanding. It was, uh, I was sitting there at times uh, just absolutely giggling at how clever they were. Uh, it's it's peak advertising, isn't it? Uh, amazing. 